Welcome to the Athletes Grind by Five Star Athletics. We have Delon Turner and his son, Dallas Turner, five star recruit, Alabama commit. How you guys doing today? Great, great. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys for being a part of the show. Greatly appreciate it. Um, let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, Dallas, can, for, for the people that don't know you, uh, for the Roll Tide Nation, uh, can you t- tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Dallas Turner. I go to St. Thomas Aquinas High School. I play football, of course, and um, and I'm a senior. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, now, Dallas, when did you start playing football? Hello, yeah, my all right, fault. Dallas, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, all right. So, so Dallas, when did you when did you start playing uh, football? Uh, I started playing football when I was five years old. Okay. All right. Okay. Was there was there any uh, specific reason uh, you chose football, or was it just your favorite sport, or what? I mean, honestly, like when I first started playing football, uh, the, my dad he he actually he like it was I was kind of forced a little bit, you know, because like he wanted me to open my eyes to all types of sports. And at first, I'm gonna be real, I didn't really like it. Like my first couple of weeks, and then I started to like you know develop a passion for it later on in my youth years, and you know I just started liking it more, and. As of now, I just had better opportunities in this sport and the other sports, and I just took advantage of the opportunities I had, and I just make it the best of it. That's all. All right, that that's that's really good to hear. And I, I want you to expand a little bit upon that. Dallas is, you say you were forced a little bit. You know, your your dad kind of kind of felt like that was a, a good sport for you to play. But talk a little bit about your relationship with your dad, him getting you involved in sports. How how did that whole thing? come about and how did you feel about it then and now i mean as a kid you know uh, everybody looks up to their dad so i looked at my dad and he chose the basketball route and so at first to be honest like i really like playing basketball as well but i feel like football was just like my route and like it was like my it was my destiny to play football like you know how everybody has like their own sports and like their own doings of what i felt like football was mine you know, I just made the best of it, you know, and he just he just helped guide me through the through the thir- like through the journey of the you know, the recruiting process and also, you know, just the journey to get to college as well. So mm-hmm. and, and dad, if I can ask uh Delon Turner, uh you a lot of people may not know that, you know, you, you are a great basketball player in your own right. Um and, and Dallas, you know, you're 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 a heck of an athlete. Uh Delon, can you talk a little bit about how your upbringing in sports helped mold your relationship with your son and then you kind of uh, kind of pushed him into sports as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, see, he's he, he fell off. Okay, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. Um, so, Dallas, tell us, tell us what do you like most about football? I just like being out there, just like, you know, just competing. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, like, it's it's a physical game, and, like, I'm a physical person. So, you know, I just like out there just imposing my will on somebody else and just making plays and having fun, you know. Right, right. That's really it, to be honest. Right. And, and, and I see we have DeLon back. DeLon, I, I was asking, um, not everybody knows that, you know, you were a great athlete uh, in your own right coming up. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, uh, DeLon, Dad, is how did your, you know, your impact in sports coming up uh, impact your relationship with your son, you know, you getting him involved in sports. Kind of talk about your athletic career 
because a lot of people don't know, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame at FAMU. Um, talk a little bit about that. Um, I think as a, as a parent, you want to kind of provide opportunities to your children that you were provided to see exactly uh, what, where they fit, you know, and what spaces they're going to excel in. Um, I think you do that at an early age, expose them to different avenues and opportunities that could actually take them in life. For me, uh, my first love was baseball. Uh, baseball was very popular in our area. Uh, it was it was what all the kids played. Um, I grew up on Scott Park. Uh, football was a distant second, and then basketball didn't exist. Uh, so as I grew older, um, I got exposed to basketball, which I really fell in love with and decided to pursue that. Tried football for a minute. wasn't my thing. Um, accepted it and just moved on. Uh, but what I've done is <clears throat> I've taken my opportunities uh, with basketball and I got provided a free education at Florida and m University. And I had a, a pretty good career overseas in Europe for about 11 or 12 years. And I just kind of figured, you know, if I have any kids and it's rather a boy or girl, I would have to expose them to sports. I do believe sports provide a avenue and a path that kids can excel not only on the field, but it provides opportunities in life as far as education, it builds confidence, uh, relationships, lifelong friendships that I have now. Uh, most of all my close friends play sports with me in some capacity along the way in life. Uh, so I just feel it's a great opportunity to put, uh, to have your um, kids involved in those type of activities. And I think it builds tremendous character um, and it helps you get over obstacles of failure and success. So. I feel it was, a, it was a great thing to expose them to at an early age. I definitely agree with that. I'm a dad in my own right, and, and I agree with everything that you said. Um, now, now, Dad, DeLon, mm -hmm. can you talk us through when did you know your son had great athletic potential? Um, I mean, it's not a it's not an overnight process. Uh, for some kids, it's pretty apparent, and some, for some kids, they, are, they develop late. I think what I did was just put him on different platforms to see if he could compete. And I think as I've seen him competing, uh, then you have to have a real conversation with yourself and take your dad glasses off and say, well, is my child in this group or in this group? And I always felt him to be in an elite group. So I put him in those situations to test him. Uh, and he's always excelled in those situations. So then you begin to, uh, I think, round out where they fit. And once you figure that out, and you have to have very honest conversations with yourself, and say, well, if I have an elite child, I need to put him in those environments, not only just to develop him, but to foster whatever he has and, and bring it out. So, you know, um, it wasn't something I said, oh, wow, he can do this, let's do this. So I, I just think it's a, it's a process that you go through as a parent. And you have to have realistic expectations as well. Absolutely. Now, Dad, kind of talk a little bit more about that because you grew up in Miami. Um, mm -hmm. you, you played ball at uh, Carroll City, was it? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, I remember having conversations with you, you know, with, with your son uh, being uh, who he is and, and, and coming up. Um, and, and he went to American Heritage first, right? Mm -hmm. And then he went to St. Thomas uh, Aquinas. So my question to you is, you talked about putting your kids in uh, the best situation possible. Um, and I want you to kind of expand upon that because American Heritage was is a great school, it's a great football school, got a great program. But then you guys went to St. Thomas. Kind of talk us through why that that change was made. Um, I always look at it as far as environment. You know, uh, we, you're talking about one of the, the two or the top premier programs in the country 
right. that are literally miles away from one another. So you have an A1 and an A2. But for me, it wasn't, and I think for Dallas as well, it wasn't about going from one program to another to one state. It was about the coaching and the culture. Um, the, the programs are very similar but very different. Um, and then you can't you can't negate the fact that, you know, Jason Teller is a Hall of Fame player and that took Dallas under his wing and tutelage and showed him the position how he played it. So, you know, there is a there is an opportunity that was presented from that standpoint to where you say, hey, how do I get to the next level as a player? And I think you have to it starts with with being coached by a, a caliber player of Jason Teller, but also what Roger Harriet has instilled in his culture and his program. Um, I never forget listening to Urban Meyer on TV speaking once on college game day when he was coaching at Ohio State and said, and it really resonated with me and said, St. Thomas is the best high school program in the country to prepare a kid for college. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> what a statement <laughs> to say on ESPN. And that right. always kind of stuck with me. So, you know, you, you're still comparing apples to apples with these two tier, top tier programs in the country. Um, and I think, you know, Dallas was at Heritage for since fourth grade. I think everyone at some time in life needs a, a, a fresh breath of fresh air and a change. Um, and, and he benefited from it greatly, you know, so I think it was a great move that we that we that we did. Right. And, and, and Dallas, kind of talk a little bit about that um, for people that are or kids that are coming up, you know, right under you that that are looking for a fresh change or looking to see what coaching is best for them or whatever environment is best for them. Walk us through that process from going from American Heritage, going to St. Thomas, learning under the tutelage of Jason Taylor. Uh, how, how did that mold you as a player uh, and a person? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, honestly, it was like, it wasn't it wasn't too much of a difference to be honest with you. Like the coaches was different, of course, from my position because you know, me and Coach Taylor, like I gained like a great relationship with him on and off the field. You know, I could come to him about anything, you know, come to his house, talk to him about anything. But you know, like it's like the the lifestyle and the off the field things that is like really like that is like it stands out about the St. Thomas program, like you know. Off the field, we have like a lot of things that we do for leadership, and just you know, you know, like just like the bond together as a team, and so like you know, it like it builds you as a person as well. But you know, on the field, you know, it's a grind every day, and also like we had we had a lot of seniors this year. Like if I if, if I would have stayed at Hedge this year, like you know, like it would have been like not as much seniors as it was the previous years. But you know, I feel like I had like a better um brotherhood on the field and off the field with uh, my St. Thomas team as well. Mm -hmm. All right. And, and, and let me ask you this, Dallas, for again, um, I, I talked to a lot of student athletes and everybody wants to be a, a five star recruit and everybody wants to go to Alabama or LSU or in the SEC. How does it feel to be a five star recruit as well as what did it take to get to be a five star recruit? To be honest, like I came into the recruiting process as a low profile recruit. You know, people like a lot of people didn't really know me until like this year, last year. And so, you know, I just stayed down, you know, just kept on proving people wrong, proving a lot of doubters wrong, you know, just stay working hard. You have to stay consistent. You have to stay working hard and stay better in your craft, no matter what it is in the weight room, on the field, even like small stuff like stretching or running. You know, you have to stay consistent no matter what you do. And you just got to, you know, just like try and be 1% better than you were yesterday, basically. So, you know, 
And, you know, and I went to, like, a couple of camps that I showed up at. And, you know, like, I performed well in the camps and I started to get my name. Like, I, I started, like, to get, like, a little buzz of my name. You know, my name was being heard around the country. And so, you know, when you perform, you excel. And when you excel, you get notarized a lot. And so, I mean, noticed. And so, yeah, that's really it. You know, just keep on working hard, go on different platforms to, to like, um, to show your talent and, you know, just keep on proving people wrong. That's really it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, and talk a little bit about your, your recruitment process, um, being a, a big-time recruit. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've been talking to some, some, some kids as well as I know some kids that, that are coming up uh, and, and looks like they are, you know, going to reach uh, a higher level potential there. So kind of talk about your, your recruitment process picking schools and what was important to you and what was not. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, in the recruiting process, you always have to go with your heart. But, you know, like one hard thing about the recruiting process is that building a relationship with a coach and then end up de- like and then end up committing or signing to like a different team. Like after after all like the months and the years that you've been building a relationship, man, that is one hard part of the recruiting process. You know, like just like the feeling of betraying somebody, something like that. But, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a long and hard process to be honest. Like, you know, Cause like the next step after high school is like it's it's business like it's it depend on like where you gonna go in your life, and so you know I I chose that wisely you know I pay I paid to see the schools that I could feel like I could reach my full potential at, and I felt like the the university I remember was that school that I could reach my full potential at, and that it would push me hard enough to get me to where I want to go in life, and it could support me on and off the field as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just a follow up to that, Dallas, because you, you, you said something that is I think is important for those coming up under you is you said once you leave high school, it's like a business. But it, it appears as though you have taken things like a you have taken things like a business since you were younger, you know, since you were in high school, you know, getting, you know, preparing, working hard, training hard. So is that is that how you have to be to, to make it to that level? You have to be all business, you know, training hard and doing these things. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, yeah, because, like, you know, I grew up seeing where my parents came from and, you know, and I seen them work hard and I seen, like, the hard times that they went through to get the, like, to provide for me and my brother now. Like, me and my, like, my, like, like the situation that my dad was in when he was growing up, it wasn't like mine. It was, it was completely different. And so I seen, like, him telling me how hard he worked and how, much time and effort he put into the things that he did, I see the outcome of it now. And so that's really it, to be honest. Like, I, I want to I be just like that, even though me and him didn't have the same uh, upbringing. Mm-hmm. And, and DeLon, Dad, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your recruitment process. You know, I know it was basketball versus your son's recruitment process. How, how was it going through your recruitment process then trying to help your son to his recruitment process. So what things were you able to believe, bring from your recruitment process to your son's recruitment process and help him along? Um, that's a good question. I, I think um, the, the age gap is definitely a, a factor because the recruitment process is totally different in the sports as well. Um, but growing up down here in South Florida, um, basketball was king during my era. It was bigger than football. Uh, basketball had crowds and they had tons of talent down here. Uh, and so it was sort of a, a mini hotbed. And what had happened was you begin to go to these camps and you get on a national exposure platform. So 
I went to five star camp and BC camp and I got exposed. And that's when my recruiting process started. Uh, you know, we were a nationally ranked high school team. We played around the country, but the recruiting for basketball starts in October and you take trips and, you know, you only have one time to sign. But I began to build relationships. And I just recall as a kid knowing that, you know, these guys are an adults and I'm dealing with adults. So I had to I had to instill that with Dallas and let them know, hey, even though these guys are your friends, they have a job to do. Uh, you know, you play video games with them, y'all talk, y'all kick the BS and, and all of that stuff. But remember, these guys are professionals. They have to relate to you. So never get your friendship and the real the real purpose of the relationship confused. And I think he saw that with some of the coaches leaving, going and taking different jobs uh, because they were providing for their families. And I said, this is the part you have to d disconnect the recruiter from the university. And I think he took that into perspective. Um, and so that was my greatest thing to teach him is, you know, some of the things I did uh, and then try to have him understand about the steps and the walk that you take throughout the process and how you have to gather the information and the data to make an informed decision. Right. And then once you make that informed decision, you stick with it. Right. And, and Dallas, uh, you know, your, your mom, your dad have, have they prepared you uh, mentally, uh, physically, um, in every way uh, for, for this opportunity. Tell me, how are your academics? What, what are you, what, what's your GPA? Because a lot of kids feel like that they can just go to school based on their athletic ability. Uh, but talk a little bit about your academics and, and you know, your favorite subject a little bit. <laughs> I mean, like growing up, my parents didn't play by my grade, so I just had to make sure I was on top of my stuff. It's like even if I had anything below a B, you know, I was always like my phone would get took or something like that when I was a kid or like my game would get took. But like now, like my parents, they don't have to get on me about stuff like that because, you know, me, myself, I, I don't want I don't want to grad. I don't I don't want to graduate knowing that I didn't try my hardest in, like in the classroom. You know, I, I, I always want to graduate knowing that I did everything 100 percent. And I did everything I could to put myself in the situation I am in. No. Right. And your your GPA is above a three point What is it exactly? Uh, as of right now, I'm not sure, but I know, I know last year I finished with a four point But I don't, I don't, I really don't know about this year. Cause like, like the um, I think like the grain is different or something like that, or like the like that. Like it's, it's something for hours, and like you know, it's something right. like the progress report and stuff like that. So. Right. 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 Um, and, and what are your, what are your, you know, you have a, a dad um, who's a businessman, um, you, you know, your mom is, is, is a professional as well. What are your career goals? You know, we know you are going to play um, college ball, you know, hopefully, God willing, you'll play pro professional ball. But overall, what are your career goals? Uh, if football never works out for me, you know, you always have to have a plan B. And my plan B is to be an entrepreneur of a of a franchise restaurant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and dad, Delon, mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that, preparing him for life after football, as well as he's going through football right now, but you're also preparing him for life after football. Talk a little bit about that and what parents can do to help their children uh, be as successful as they, as they can be. Um, well, I think, it, 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 again, it starts with academics and, and pushing them to excel because uh, I think academics shape you. <clears throat> and we've always been a stickler for that and always pushing him to, to, to uh, 
to go beyond his comfort zone in the classroom. Um, that's where honors classes and AP classes and things of that nature, even though they weren't required, but I always say push yourself beyond that. And that goes to the field as well. But what it does, it teaches you a pattern and it brings together a systematic framework for how you approach life. Um, footballers and everything. I told them everybody has an expiration date and, you know, that game is going to end one day. But what you develop throughout your college and high school days are relationships and you excel in the classroom and on the field um, to have people look at you in a different light. You know, I don't believe in just being an athlete and say, well, all I'm going to do is get to the league. It's so much more than life just to pro professional sports. You know, pro professional sport athletes, they retire around 31, 32, and they're still fairly young, you know, in, in the, as, a, as, a, as a person on earth. And their life is really just beginning. And you have to prepare either way, even if you start your, your career as a 22-year-old graduate, you know, going into the workforce. I think you take that same framework and you apply it. Um, so that's how I, I promote what we do in our household for the kids. All right. Okay. And, and Dallas, for the people that, you know, around the country, again, that are getting to know you, um, for your fans and your followers, um, I, I do have a couple of questions for you. What, what is, what is your favorite musical artist? Uh, probably Lil Baby, to be honest. Okay. Lil Baby, you'll right. one of the more popular ones. Okay. All right. Any, any role models that you have right now? Uh, it's, it's really a variety of everybody, to be honest with you. You know, I look into a lot of people in the NFL and also a lot of people like in like the real world. And then, and then your friends and your teammates, how would they describe you as a person for, for those that are getting to know you or want to get to know you? What do your friends and your teammates, how do they describe you? What do they say about you? I mean, um, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> That's all I really say, like. I'm a cool guy, you know. I just, I just, I just, I observe a lot. You know, if I don't like really get to know you, like I just observe the situation and, like, you know, I, just, I observe the setting and you know, I just, you know, friendly guy. I talk to people, I like to communicate. And, um, yeah, that's really it. Okay. And then your, your favorite, I mean, you, you've had so many, um, great moments in your athletic career thus far, but if you can narrow down, what, what would you say? As, as it stands right now, your favorite memory from athletics, what would that be? Uh, when it stays here. Okay. All right. Okay. What, is that your first state championship? No, no, sir. That, I was asking my second one. All right. Okay. I, I want the people to know. Okay. All right. So, and, and then going into college, Dallas, um, what are your athletic goals for yourself going into college? What, what, do you, what do you foresee for yourself? What do you want to achieve? I want to achieve a lot of things, but first, you know, I, I really have to, it's it's a difference of, you know, of saying something and actually like being about it, you know, I want to like go up there first and settle my, settle myself down. And, you know, I want to establish myself as a freshman with the chip on his shoulder, you know, cause like, you know, it, it's Alabama. It's a, it's a, it's a program that produces a lot of good players and that has a lot of good players. And so I want to be a part of that program that you know that produces the plays that go to the NFL and stuff like that and I just feel like I want to establish my role there early and as fast as possible mm -hmm. and your your training routine you know um again you you um you are a role model amongst 
student athletes in, in South Florida and around the country. Um, so talk a little bit about your training routine. Maybe other people can, can take from you and see what you're doing. You can help someone else. How, how does your training routine, what is your training routine like? I mean, currently it's the off season. So, you know, I get, I probably get a lift in once or twice during the week. I go to track practice once or twice out of the week. I mean, to, yeah, once or twice. And I also do like a little yoga, yoga therapy, you know, just like something like to work on my body and my back, especially. And, you know, and just like look at the little things in my body that like doesn't like add up or like if my body's like like if my if my right calf is bigger than my left calf something like that like I'll like focus on that one thing just you know just get the body right really let me to relax on mm-hmm. okay and then what do you want what do you want your fans and your followers to know about you I mean you kind of mentioned that you're a friendly guy you're a down to earth guy I'm I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people coming up to you uh, wanting to get to know you but Overall, is there anything else your fans and followers should know about you or you want them to know about? I mean, no, that's really it. Okay. All right. And, and Dad, t- mm-hmm. uh, Delon, yep. how has your professional experience with professional athletes, um, how has that helped you to mold and shape your relationship with your son in athletics? Because a lot of people, just walk us through that. A lot of people don't know uh, what you're involved in and, and what you do. But talk, talk us through that. Um, I think, um, well, currently I run a private equity firm and I still work with some athletes, not a lot. Um, um, but I think it was just the opposite. Um, my approach to working with athletes is from a parental fiduciary standpoint. Um, and I use it in reverse. I don't look at the athlete and then how I do my son. I look at it, how I do my son is how I like to do my athletes that I work with. And I think it's a unique, um, approach to it because there has to be a mentorship and guidance as well as a fiduciary responsibility to some of these young black black athletes um, a lot of them are missing that um, and they're sometimes delusional and misguided on career uh, money how you manage life and I try to provide that from a holistic point of viewpoint because it's just more than about working with them it's about providing what is sometimes missing and filling those gaps and i do it from a parent perspective because i think that's the best way you can come okay all right and then what what advice uh mr delon what advice would you give to dads in your same situation with having a top recruit son Okay, looks like he dropped off. Dallas, can you talk a little bit about um, how your dad has helped you through this whole process? You know, he, he just helped me lead towards the right direction, you know, like to the right decisions. And he helped me think the process through. And also, you just, you know, he just been there for me. Like if I needed to ask him a question, which was rarely, but, you know, if I needed to ask him a question, he'll get, he always give me the truthful answer, the truthful and right answer. And, you know, he'll just, he'll just be there for me when I need him. And, 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 and I'm Dallas, sorry, um, anytime my phone um, rings, this kind of um, Dallas, I have one other follow up question for you is, um, you know, you you are at the pinnacle um, of your high school career. Of course, it's 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 about finished. But for those, again, who want to follow in your footsteps, who, who look up to you um, and those who are, you know, maybe a little bit older than you and, and want to do have the, the same types of success you've had uh what motivates you? What drives you? 
Mm, probably just like just live my dreams out. Like, to be honest with you, like just to be able to say that I did that, like you know, like just to do something that I love and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Dad, mm-hmm. before you dropped off, um, my question uh, was going to be, um, what advice would you give to dads in your same situation with having a uh, top recruit son? Oh man, there's so much uh, I learned along the way. I think for, first and foremost is you know enjoy the the fruit of what you put in with years. I think people always see the end results, and they think it's an overnight process, um, and it's not. I mean, it's years of tutelage and years of uh, being involved in, in 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 different platforms. But I think for me, it's more about seeing the success. Of no matter how great or small it is and embracing it. Uh, you know, everyone can't go to an Alabama, everyone can't go to a UM, but everyone can possibly go to school. And I think that's the real end game of a free education and moving on to the next phase of your athletic career and life in general. You know, it provides you a platform. Uh, so I would tell them to embrace it, manage it. Um, if it does get hectic, uh, really sit back and be grateful at times because there are kids that haven't been and parents that aren't exposed or have this opportunity. So I'm going to always say be a, be appreciative and very and feel blessed that you, you have the opportunity to be in that position to speak and engage in, with these universities in such a way. I feel the same way. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> um, our, our, our listeners really needed to hear that um, because you're right. Everybody can't go to an Alabama mm-hmm. or UM or LSU. Um, taking that education and then um, and to, you know, you said you worked with professional athletes, you know, you have a business. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you would want to put out um, that you can, you can help, you know, more athletes uh, as they're coming out of uh, college or uh, is there anything that you, that, that you want to say? Um, yeah, I just think, um, I think we have to do better as a, uh, African-Americans to assist one another and to really join forces and, and, and to provide, I would say, beacons of light for the next generation behind us. I think we set examples. Um, and sometimes we don't know we are being an example uh, to people that are looking at us without us knowing. And, 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 and they're usually behind us in the process. And the, the better we are at setting examples and, and, and doing things the right way, I think the better our future could be. Um, parents in the recruiting process, I mean, it's an ugly side to that, but it's also a beautiful event for a family to go through and experience it as well. And, and just to embrace it, you know, sometimes it could get hectic in the phones and the, tele, and the emails and Zoom calls, but I mean, that's what you work, <laughs> work hard for if you get your son to that point. So, so never take it as a, a, a thing of aggravation, I would like to say. That um, Delon, we greatly appreciate you and Dallas joining us um, on the Athletes Grind by Five Star Athletics. Mm-hmm. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate the time and and the, and the consideration so much.